This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Aimpoint Research, lending military intelligence with market research capabilities to help agri-food companies. Visit aimpointresearch.com to learn more. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Department of Agriculture says the coming fiscal year will be a good one for U.S. agriculture trade. A new report from USDA's Economic Research Service projects record exports of American farm goods in the coming fiscal year, which begins October 1st. USDA Chief Economist Seth Meyer says that would come on top of an already solid fiscal 2021. We've got record exports of $173.5 billion. It's a more than $30 billion increase over the value of exports in 2020. And even into 2022, we inch another $4 billion higher to $177.5 billion on exports. So you got a record in 21, you got a bigger record in 22, you know, two back-to-back record years on U.S. exports. Bill Thompson has more in his story on agripulse.com. The Gulf Coast is bracing for landfall of a possible hurricane over the weekend. Hurricane Ida became a Category 1 storm today and is currently on track to hit the Louisiana border, but stretches of land from Texas to Mississippi are currently on hurricane watch. Aside from the critical shipping activity taking place in New Orleans, the region is also rich in sugarcane production and hosts the rice harvest, which is about to get underway. Some of the region's cotton and soybean crops could also be vulnerable. In other weather news, producers are getting some much-needed rain, but it might be too late for some crops. AgriPulse's Ben Nully explains. Significant rains are starting to develop across parts of the upper Midwest, but USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey says it's likely too late for drought-stricken crops. By the time we get into the weekend, we could be looking at some of these drought-affected areas in the upper Midwest getting anywhere from two to six inches or more of rain. Now, granted, a lot of that rain is going to be too late for the corn crop. Some of the later developing summer crops like soybeans could benefit. But I think we'll see some changes in next week's drought monitor for the better. Rippey says expect heavy showers and severe thunderstorms. There's going to be some longer-term benefit for pastures, but there's also going to be the issues that come with severe thunderstorms, large hail, damaging winds, and also the erosion and runoff when you get too much rain too fast. Right now, it looks like the axis of the heaviest rain for the rest of this week should be from the middle Missouri Valley, so say eastern South Dakota, perhaps parts of eastern Nebraska, extending northeastward into the upper Great Lakes region. According to USDA, 38% of the nation's corn crop, 32% of the nation's soybean crop, and 34% of cattle are in drought areas. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Finally today, USDA is currently working to figure out the best approach for product of the USA language on meat labels, and a meat lobbyist says that needs to happen before possible investments in local and regional products can meet their full potential. Kent Backus with the National Cattlemen's Beef Association says current product of the USA labels offer a less expensive alternative for retailers. You're essentially undercut by having this generic FSIS label that while it may be voluntary, it, it's, it's a pretty low threshold. So it's, there's really no incentive uh, as long as this product, the USA label, remains in place. There's really no incentive for retailers to work with producers to, to, to develop those uh, more regional or, or local or, you know, those different kinds of labels. NCBA and other groups have expressed concern about the existing product of the USA labels. 
Under current language, meat from foreign animals that undergoes processing in a USDA-inspected facility can be labeled as a product of the USA. NCBA is pushing for language like processed in the USA, while other industry voices would prefer an approach that saves product of the USA declarations for American born and raised beef. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Aimpoint Research blends military intelligence techniques with market research capabilities to help agri-food organizations discover what's really happening in the marketplace, what's going to happen in the future, and what to do to ensure success. Visit aimpointresearch.com to learn more. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.